WMNF Tampa. Our next program is pre-recorded. The opinions presented on the Healthy Steps show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Steps Show. I want to thank you all for joining us on this lovely New Year's Day. And um, I want to uh, introduce a really special show. We're uh, doing a new interview show, this time uh, with a couple of very, very uh, interesting and special people to me. Um, the topic today is going to be discussing energy medicine and uh, how uh, life force helps us uh, maintain health and to help uh, turn back illness so that we can live vibrant lives. And with me today, joining me is Chuck Pisa. Chuck, I've known for um, a couple of decades now. He's uh, uh, an amazing person who uh, I first met through um, the previous host of this show, Eve. Um, they met through uh, astronomy group and Chuck's been working in uh, energy medicine for many years. He's a vibrational medicine therapist, which he'll talk more about. He's an energy healing therapist, coach, and massage therapist. He works between Brevard, North Carolina, and Sarasota. Uh, he began studying esoteric healing after he had his own dramatic and miraculous recovery from a life-threatening illness. Um, he was trained in this work through the esoteric healing uh, uh, association, the National Association for Esoteric Healing. Um, it is a very rigorous course. He is also an ordained minister in the order of Melchizedek. And Chuck teaches classes on energy therapies, esoteric studies, esoteric astrology, human design, and the ageless wisdoms. And he is uh, uh, beginning a new course uh, in uh, actually helping work with uh, uh, groups in this coming year to bring this healing to a larger amount of people. He has a very unique approach and is going to be a very interesting conversation we have with him. My other guest today is Gail Pettit. I have known Gail for, I think, about 25 years, and Gail has been uh, uh, really just a special person in my life. She has studied Qigong for the last 23 years, and she's been teaching it for 14 years. And she is my personal Qigong instructor and has helped me understand how powerful and how useful Qigong is in healing the body and maintaining health. Welcome, Chuck. Welcome, Gail. Nice to be here. Yeah, this is, yeah, is going to be fun. So, um, you know, uh, why, why don't um, ladies go first? Just tell us a little bit about what makes your world rock, Gail. Qigong. Qigong and Tai Chi and helping people makes my world rock. Being with my family also makes my world rock. Uh, this is something I never, ever dreamed of doing. Um, I began Tai Chi in the year 2000. 
And I really studied it more as an external practice. I had been doing a lot of dance. So the movement appealed to me. And then uh, in 2014, Dr. Roger Yanka came to Sarasota, did a three-day workshop on Qigong. Had never heard of Qigong. And after that workshop, I didn't have a pain in my body. I felt truly joyful. I, my emotions were just balanced. I could see better. I am a board certified optician. And if you would tell an optician you could see better by breathing and moving, they would probably shake their heads. <laughs> so I came home and told my husband that I, this is what I wanted to do and have proceeded to study and am still a student. I am always a student. That makes my world rock. That's beautiful. I'm a lifelong student too. Um, there's nothing better than learning something new and learning new techniques of helping people. And that's why I have you here today because what Qigong has done for me is similar to what it's done for you. Um, I feel so good after performing Qigong and Tai Chi. It's just amazing. And I know Chuck um, is is a yoga practitioner as well, and yoga has similar benefits because both Qigong and yoga move prana or chi, the life force, breath, air. It's what makes us all move. It's where spirit interacts with us. So Chuck, tell us how you got into this world of energy medicine. Well, mine was uh, through a series of events. Um, um, where back in uh, the mid-2000s, uh, <clears throat> uh, I had uh, <clears throat> gone through a divorce, six months later diagnosed with cancer, and a year after that um, going through bankruptcy as a result of the first two. <laughs> so uh, I had uh, I met another person who ultimately became a new partner for me, and she did this thing called esoteric healing. And she kind of explained it to me. Um, I was open to the idea. I mean, I was kind of a scientist my previous life with astronomy and and my pre-med education and, and, and so forth. So I looked at it with very critical eyes. Um, but uh, uh, it only took a one or two uh, things to happen to me that, that turned my, kind of like what Gail mentioned, you know, a sudden change of, of condition. Um, and the only thing I, I could point to that had changed was this healing strategy, this healing modality. So I chose to start studying that with her. And then that began a new and long uh, career. And I said, you know what, this is what I want to do. You know, in fact, the story that actually occurred was uh, I was going through uh, cancer uh, treatment, and of course they had taken you know MRIs of the tumors, and uh, we had the, the MRIs of the tumors and tumors, and then prior to them doing surgery, she had done energy work on the tumors, and then when they went to do them again, right prior to, they were they were gone, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, or at least not gone, gone, but but went for something that was like two centimeters to 0.1 centimeter, you know, it was had dramatically. <laughs> so there was my, my, um, 
concrete validation proof, uh, so to speak, of, of the efficacy of this type of modality. And I said, okay, this is what I want to do. Yes. Um, it's kind of similar to my circuitous route to functional holistic medicine. I also had a personal health crisis and discovered there were so many possibilities for healing outside of what I had been trained in through the Western medicine, schooling, residency, etc. And it really uh, brought me uh, uh, full circle out of that and into another way of looking at things. But I can always be grateful that I have the very detailed scientific basis of that education to help me evaluate things. Because I heard you say you came into this with skepticism, and I did too. But when your um, uh, second, I believe, life partner who introduced you to uh, esoteric healing worked on me the first time before I even met you, uh, she was in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was in Sarasota, and I felt physically everything she was doing with the energy and it blew my mind uh, that distance healing could actually be doing this so what what is energy medicine or vibrational medicine chuck okay well that's a big question and uh, <laughs> the big answer <laughs> the problem is is that most people don't know what energy is yes. or they think it's a certain uh, thing so to, so to lay a little bit of groundwork uh, Energy is everywhere, and energy is everything. Uh, everything we see in the world, uh, physical matter, uh, is energy. Even stuff that we don't see <laughs> is energy, whether it is subatomic particles that we can't see or, or far distant galaxies, which we can't see. They're made of energy, too, and so is the empty, the quote, empty space is also energy. So everything is energy. Um, now, when we apply this to the human body, what where we are right now, science-wise, scientifically, is we understand that there is a human energy field. Mm -hmm. The human body generates its own energy field. Yes. And that field of energy is the area that vibrational medicine uh, or energy healers tend to work in. So this energy field is um, it's 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 a two-way field. It's interesting. It's generated by the body, but the, the field itself also maintains the body. So you have this interesting collaboration, if you will, between the two. And that's that's actually the connection that I just heard uh, uh, Deepak Chopra talking about in his new book, The Quantum Body. And he made the connection between the quantum body or what we call in the esoteric wisdoms the causal body because it is from this that all effect is caused and we actually live our lives but also it's the soul it's a simple terminology that most people can relate to is that we're dealing with soul energy here right correct and whether well no matter what religious tradition you come from spiritual tradition you may come from uh soul is soul in across all traditions it's it's the higher self it's the it's this uh, where uh, intuition can come from and, and so forth and it's interesting because deepak uh, once uh, said and i think recently that he when he had started years and years ago 
you know, uh, the the, uh, the body-mind connection and stuff. He wished he hadn't used that terminology. <laughs> <laughs> he wished he had, because now with quantum uh, body and quantum, you know, it's more, you know, it's not just body and mind, because that's that's almost limited. We have this other, this other dimension, as, as you brought up. This, and that's uh, why we're talking, body, mind, spirit, body, mind, soul. Um, the connection is real, because we do have a mind that's based in this manifested reality that's totally separate from our soul. And that's what the next phase of our understanding of the human condition has to include is this next level. And Gail, I got to ask you, because we know that the word chi is energy. So what's qigong? Okay, qi is energy or vital life force. That's one definition. Gong means to cultivate or practice. So when you do an energy practice like qigong or chai chi or yoga, when you're doing it with intent and purpose and breath, you're cultivating your own vital life force. In Chinese, ancient Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, there are three states to health. There's ample health, there's deficient health, and then there's stock health. Hmm. When you your qi vibration is high, your health is ample, you're able to enjoy life, you don't have aches and pains, your digestion is good, you enjoy being with your friends. When your qi is low, you probably have more aches and pains. When it's stuck chi, uh, you probably have something pretty serious going on. So we cultivate chi. We use chi every day. We use yes. it in this interview. We use it when we get out of bed. We use it when we eat. No matter what word you're using, whether it's chi or prana, we're using it, but we can replace it. We can replace it through breath, through movement, through the food we eat, through the friends we're with and from sleeping well too. Absolutely, and that word stuck you used, I think I need to mention, I don't want people to get stuck today thinking they can call in because this is a recorded show and we are on WMNF 88.5 FM. This is the Healthy Steps Show and it's New Year's Day and I am interviewing two very special people. So if you want more information about this, you can go to thehealthystepsshow.com, click the link for more information. You'll find uh, some help to get to uh, both Chuck and Gail and to the Functional Medicine Florida website. And so thanks again for listening to The Healthy Step Show. You know, you've used the words Qigong and Tai Chi. Um, they're similar and related, but what, what's the difference? What's going on here? Qigong is very ancient. It's at least 4,000 years old. It was known as Dao Yin. The term Qigong is very recent, uh, probably just from the 1950s. Uh, Qigong is actually part of traditional Chinese medicine. And Qigong is a simpler energy practice. It's bilateral. So that means your arms are moving together, your legs are moving together. Um, you're focusing on your breath. You're in a, a particular space. In Tai Chi, which is really a higher level Qigong, it, it's based on a martial art, but now is used mostly for health. 
Tai Chi, the body, uh, when you're moving the body, you're doing more complex movement. So it is more difficult to learn. It's more difficult to get into what we call the chi state, that state of peace and being joyful about absolutely nothing in particular. You just with uh, your intention, you're with the world. If you're outside, you're with the trees, the plants. If you're inside, you're in your space. Uh, in Qigong Tai Chi, you have to be thinking about choreography. Really? I would say, and um, and most my my two ma- my, my two master teachers would say that the place to start would be Qigong because it's easier to access, access that healing state. It's very similar to yoga in that there is very basic yoga. Um, I'm sure Chuck could tell us. You start with prana, right, Chuck? Exactly. You want to begin with the breath. Almost every yoga practice always begins with the breath. If for no other reason, I mean, even for the most basic beginner person, just to come in contact with the body or settle down the body from the hectic world you were just into the class, let's say. But there's deeper levels of it as you begin to move with the breath. So your breath then is is identified with certain postures. So there'd be an in-breath in phase and an out-breath phase that is coordinated with the particular posture that you are uh, assuming. So, yeah, very important. And the postures take it into that Tai Chi level of choreography. Some of them get quite complex, and the routines are very much like um, uh, an art, uh, a dance. But all of these things are designed to help raise our internal energy, to help cultivate that connection to spirit so that we can be stronger. And... That's really what I see how, how all these things can help, um, in, including, um, you know, getting your energy from food, nutritional supplements and um, uh, relationships. Um, so how how do you see, Chuck, the 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 energy medicine fitting with conventional or Western medicine? Standard or conventional medicine, Western medicine in particular, t- uh, tends to look at a whatever is the concern of the person, the the this ease process uh, as an isolated event, and so we're going to go after that. <laughs> we're going to go after that particular whatever it is because uh, it's malfunctioning. It's like a, a, a cog in the human body that is mis that's stripped or mis you know malformed, and so we need to replace that cog. It doesn't take. The holistic view. It doesn't look into, well, what caused that. There may be a causal link. You know, a science w- would show, well, this, let's say, liver function is is bad is because of maybe poor circulation or or something. So there, there are these causal links, but they're not the true cause of whatever the the defect or the illness uh, is, because they do not take they do not treat the entire person. They treat one little tiny uh, aspect. Now, this can be extremely effective. I mean, modern, I'm not dissing modern medicine or Western right. medicine. They're extremely good, let us say, with infectious disease, you know, those kinds of uh, things because uh, they have powerful armament of medicines and, and, and pharmaceuticals and things that which are really very, very, very helpful. But for chronic issues, 
uh, things that are stress, uh, things that are like cardiovascular, uh, your cancers, uh, Parkinson's disease, MS. (laughs) They don't do such a good job with these, these, these type of uh, diseases, you know, why? Because these are very, these are total body uh, experiences and diseases. And, they are generated out here in the energy field. The cause is located out here, not right here and necessarily in the physical. They're manifested here. What we see here in the physical is the final result of this dysfunction or, or lack of energy, lack of chi, the stuckness or the deficiency, as Gail pointed out, that's been here in the energy field for so long that finally the body breaks down in that particular area. So what we're looking at in the body is, is the result of a whole series or chain of events that modern medicine really doesn't look at. Right. Uh, you're you're describing uh, both traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine because they both deal with this fundamental shift in the life force, the life energy, and the the imbalance there that um, results in the manifested disease state rather than the other way around. We don't feel badly because we have a disease. We feel badly and create a disease. And that's, I think, where Qigong comes into play there, Gail, don't you? It's, it's a shift, isn't it? Oh, it's definitely a shift and an awareness. Uh, being aware particularly of your thinking knowing you're the thinker mm-hmm. for one and and knowing what those thoughts might be doing to your body uh how your emotions are manifesting and in traditional chinese medicine particularly uh through qigong there is when we talk about an organ it's not just the, the traditional Western uh, definition of what the organ does, but it's the energetics of that organ. For example, we talked recently uh, to both of us, Chuck and I are both wearing green and green happens to be the color associated with liver energy, liver energy that is stagnant or deficient is often associated with the emotion of anger. And you think about the spectrum of anger you can just be disappointed and that's a little background emotion but that's something that's all that's just there playing on and on so becoming aware stopping and breathing noticing your body alignment notice noticing your um breath your emotional state noticing where your think thinking is are you caught up in loops of thought and then giving yourself permission to realign the body mm. deepen and slow the breath and come into the present moment where all wellness is, and then begin whatever your practice is, something complex or something very, very simple. So true. I think you've uh, really nailed it with um, the connection between the quantum body and our manifested reality in health or disease because consciousness drives it all. It's our our thoughts and our feelings that lead us down that pathway. And you've given a pretty good uh, description of what disease means to you in the Qigong world. And I'm sure that it's similar, um, but there's probably some nuances that Chuck could describe in vibrational medicine. Sure, because, uh, and, you know, Gail's 
hit on the one thing with the liver, which of course, you know, uh, and and start healing uh, or and most, most vibrational medicine modalities, we look at this, what we call psycho-emotional uh, energies. And so with the liver, you have anger uh, as being one of the, say, fundamental things that uh, can um, be stored, if you will, uh, you know, or held, you know, by the by the liver. And therefore, this just will now distort the natural uh, functioning uh, of the liver. Uh, and many, many organ systems work that way. In, in um, esoteric healing, we primarily work with the glands, the endocrine glands. Each endocrine gland re- represents the physical manifestation or connection from physical to etheric, to this field of energy I was talking about. So if you take a chakra and there's seven energy centers or seven chakras in, in the in the body, it's the endocrine gland that's associated with that center where the energy flows through, makes that connection point into the physical and then into the physical body does its thing because the endocrine gland, is, as we all know, begins to secrete certain chemicals which then travel and circulate through the body and send their message. So that's the physical connection of how the energy from out here that we don't see and understand, let's just say necessarily, translates itself into something physical, you know, uh, within the body. So um, disease uh, uh, is interesting, you know, uh, to, to the, the definition of disease from an esoteric perspective or, or a more spiritual perspective, interestingly enough, uh, the fourth law of, of, of esoteric healing states that all disease, all disease is the result of an inhibited soul life. So this puts it squarely, as you said earlier, Fred, uh, into the province of higher self or spirituality. Mm-hmm. It, it is not just you catch a cold because there's some bug over here and floated into your nose or your mouth or, or whatever, or you just don't get cancer, <laughs> you know, or or liver disease, you know. There is an inhibition at the spiritual level that is not communicating properly with the with the what we define as the personality body, and of course the physical body, which we're aware of, is is that major part of that. So that's the connection. That's where we work. We tend to look and to remove those much like a massage therapist would massage somebody and find a, a knot of stress in the in the physical body well what trained uh, energy healers are designed to do is palpate the energy field mm-hmm. and feel for knots or eddies stuck energy or blocked energy or deficient energy and then begin the process of, of balancing that of, of bringing more uh, chi or flow to this area to decongest that area so that health can, health can be restored in the physical body. And that's really interesting because you'll actually be able to perceive where another person's energy is stuck and you've been trained to work with helping that stuckness get moving. Um, and that's that's what esoteric healing is all about, but it's, it's really a total parallel to what qigong does and therapeutic qigong because um, an individual can actually help that 
same energy flow get unstuck, right, Gail? That, that's absolutely right. Uh, my teacher, Dr. Roger Yanka, is a doctor of oriental medicine, did acupuncture for years. And uh, in the year 2000, he just, he just made the decision that the patients who came and just wanted needles stuck in to get their energy moving weren't doing as well as the patients who stuck with a Qigong program. So it was his decision to uh, form the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi, where I'm certified through, and train thousands to help the health of millions. That's our goal. And um, like you were talking about the soul, we talk about that part of yourself that is always well, doesn't die. And we, through the physical movement, through the breath, through being aware of our thoughts and, our, and what we're feeling in, in our physical body, um, let that part of us just shine. That's beautiful. Um, one of my favorite books on esoteric wisdom is a book called Shine Forth by an author, William Meter. And it really describes how consciousness drives the whole show, how we manifest through our consciousness. One of the best books that I've actually read, uh, Shine Forth by William Meter. Thank you for that tip, Chuck. Um, it's a great book. And um, right now I need to remind people that this is the Healthy Steps show with Dr. Fred Harvey. Gail Pettit today and Chuck Pisa are talking energy and how we heal with consciousness. And today is a recorded show, so no call-ins this week, but we'll be back next week for some interesting conversation um, with all the listeners. But thank you, Healthy Steps listeners, for being here on this beautiful uh, first day of a new year, a year of great transformation. And uh, we'll be back again next week. So thanks. Uh, and if you're liking the show, please remember to drop something into the tip jar when you go by. The discussion of dis-ease, the uh, uh, imbalances that result in actual manifested problems in our physical organs is is so fascinating to me because I watch this happen. I mean, and, and even in Western medicine, there's a little bit of that starting to sneak through. John Sarno wrote a book about back pain. And the entire premise of the book is that anger causes about 99% of all back pain. And if you don't fix the anger, there's no matter how many surgeries you're gonna have cutting on your back, you're still gonna have back pain. And one of the, easiest things to do is start breathing because when you hold your breath your muscles get tight and there's a problem and that's what qigong yoga all these things help us to do is to learn to breathe again how about it gail oh yes breath is the magic and uh we are unaware often of our breath so turning the our attention to our breathing, becoming aware of how much of the lung space we're actually using because most of us use the top portion of our lungs to breathe. And there's nothing wrong with that, we're breathing. But when we take a deep, long, slow, deep breath, and we call it LSD breathing, LSD is okay in my classes when you're breathing. Um, we take long, slow, deep breaths. We actually shift 
our neurochemicals from fight flight to rest and digest the body relaxes uh we begin to notice relaxation relaxation is one of our big words you have to be able to relax let go of trans uh, tension find some tranquility let your inner child out to play but relaxation through breath and then we use different breath practices to direct breath and it's they're very very similar to yoga practices but accessible and when people are trying to figure out how do i work a practice like this into my life mm -hmm. the best thing i could say is just notice your breathing and one simple practice we do is place one hand on your abdomen and one hand over your heart and just feel the connection and notice the breath notice how you're feeling afterwards it's all about being aware and that is a really good practice because what that does is when you're feeling your body and and holding it and feeling the breath you're actually being present and being present that's the gift we know that because when you're present you are actually really living because the past no longer exists and the future doesn't yet present is all we've got it's where everything manifests so if you're fully present in your body at any one time you can be aware of the imbalances you can begin to be aware of where you're not aligned and that truly getting aligned is the way we clear illness yes <laughs> yes <laughs> we go from deficient we're stagnant into ample energy yes. and we feel happier because we're well and we want to be with people and do things we've always enjoyed yes indeed and relationships uh, a huge piece of that and that's one of the reasons i actually like having class because i get to be with other people and that really helps to um bring up the energy because anytime we have a um a, a, a close presence with other people we begin to synchronize our heart rate variability heart math well-documented research on this shows that as we bring our hearts into that synced rhythm we relax we feel better we feel cared for and we're able to actually get into a healing place and that's what is so wonderful about doing um qigong practice because you're you're actually healing simply by being present but there's another layer to that that Chuck does with the intervention of vibrational medicine and esoteric healing. Tell us a little bit about how disease is treated. You already started to allude to it. Give us a bit more detail, Chuck. Uh, we assess first uh, the condition to find where there's deficiencies, uh, and, we, and we measure that on, on scale to see uh, where that is. And then we will treat that area and then go back and then reassess and see what the difference is so that we have a baseline and then we see the effect that the treatment has has brought about but what the treatment really involves is holding uh, specific energy points uh, within the body and noticing that they are imbalanced it's almost like an electrical circuit where the wire is loose 
And so the, the there was not a good connection. So, I mean, what essentially energy healers do is, is you know, as facilitators, you know, we're not really doing anything. It's the, it's the individual and the soul of the individual that is actually doing all the healing. But we're just like the plumbers and the electricians who tighten up the leaks and tighten the nuts and bolts on 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 the connections so that this flow can then be reestablished. Uh, we specifically use triangles, which gets a little bit more deep into this, but because there's that there there's always uh, two points uh, of manifestation and then a third major point where the energy needs to flow from. And what our process is, is to hold those three points together until the flow of energy is equalized. And at that point, when we go back and reassess the an, an area, we notice that now it's, vib- it's vibrant. You know, this life force is not present where it was not present before, or it was, you know, in, in some diminished capacity. And this is why a, a energy healer like myself can work I mean, there are many energy healers who, who work in person, and I, I also work in person, but majority are, are distant or remote healings. Why? Because energy is, energy is everywhere, and, and it doesn't make any difference if the person is sitting you know, uh, within five feet of me or 5,000 miles away from me. Or, or 5,000 light years away because... Or 5,000 light years away, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the mind... Uh, is extremely powerful. Our minds uh, are extremely powerful. We are uh, co-creators of this universe. <laughs> correct, correct. And as to, and to piggyback on that point, that it is what is your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness, <laughs> and it, the mind itself can be one of the the greatest detriments to health. Uh, because of what it can do to the body or the result that the body will respond to, to someone who's constantly in negative thinking. Yeah, that's why I really don't like to use a lot of disease labels. Um, You know, calling someone a diabetic is rather um, a diminution of their being because I've only met humans who have sugar problems. What does a diabetic look like? Is it green? Does it have three eyes? Does it fly? (laughs) I don't know. It's not a human. And it's like, you know, we really need to stop using that. Like, um, how many heart attackics do you know? Or how about (laughs) how about uh, how many cancerics? Uh, It's it's a weird concept. Why are we letting that? own this badness it's it's not really of a high vibrational frequency and it blocks the flow of that energy and what's interesting is in in tai chi and qigong uh gail you'll agree i believe that the the mind gets out of the way because you're so focused on feeling what your body's doing absolutely focus is essential and yes the mind gets out of the way, and that's that's another big gift of both Tai Chi and Qigong, is that you are so focused, you are present moment. Another big gift of Tai Chi and Qigong is that you don't need any special clothes, you don't need any special equipment, you don't need a mat, you don't need to get on the floor, you can do it seated, you can do it lying down in bed, not Tai Chi, but Qigong. Uh, you can do it walking. You can do it anywhere. Uh, so it's an 
easily accessible. I'm going to tell a personal story. When my husband had um, a very serious heart attack, I was very, very grateful for the breath techniques that I knew because that was the only thing that could keep me grounded. Yes. And um, in the present moment, and I even found when he had an even more serious heart attack that I couldn't even grab those. I needed to have someone breathe with me. Mm-hmm. But breath will bring you back to the present moment where things are all right. That's so true. And actually, um, while you're doing your work, Chuck, I know breath work is involved, not necessarily for the person that's having it done, though they should be involved too with a nice relaxed breath. But I know you're doing breath work while you're doing it because it's the way we move energy. And exactly right. I mean, I have to be in tune with the other person. When this works, we meet at a heart-to-heart level, uh, a soul-to-soul level, and sometimes even a higher level. And that connection has to be maintained. And it's maintained through prana or chi or, or breath, you know. Uh, and um, it's it's more powerful than people give it credit for, you know, um, we tend to think of breath as just moving air as, as like it's ventilation <laughs> of the lungs. Uh, and it's so much more, you know, you know, than that. It really is. And, and connection is so much of this. Um, the human connection is why we're here. One of the main reasons we've incarnated and, uh, connection is why I do this radio show. And I need to remind people that this is WMNF 88.5 FM. This is the Healthy Steps Show. And today I am talking with Chuck Pisa and Gail Pettit about energy and how energy is the source of life and how we actually can heal. Um, remind you that this is a recorded show. There's no call-ins today. We'll be back next week for some more interesting discussion and i'm so thankful for you to have joined us on this great new year's day connection connection is is why i do what i do and um you know the connections i've made through both conventional medicine and functional medicine have been amazing and have enriched my life so much and i'm so appreciative that you two are in my life and we've made these connections because it's made my life so much better to have such good people to work with and to help my clients. Because I know that the people that I've sent to you to work with are very appreciative of the work they've done because transformation is what they've experienced. And um, it's so simple sometimes. Um, Gail, some more of the health benefits uh, we've been talking about with the Qigong and Tai Chi, one of them is uh, brain health. I think that's really amazing. Yes, there's uh, recent research out on um, how for early cognitive, particularly early cognitive decline, that if you're doing a Tai Chi practice, um, a short one, and I do teach a short practice called Tai Chi Easy that was developed by Dr. Yanka, only five movements. But if you were to do that practice several times a week, memorized, um, you will be increasing your brain health. You will get, I believe it is, um, three years of less cognitive decline for every year you're practicing. 
pretty good. And if you're like me doing it 14 classes a week, well, you get a lot more brain practice. <laughs> How true. <laughs> you know, Zig Ziglar has a statement that I, I, I will remember until I'm gone from this life, and hopefully I'll remember it next life. Um, motivation follows action. Huh. Your, your actual, you move the energy and more energy will follow. Yeah. And I just think that's such a great way of looking at life. It's why uh, the slogan for Nike is just do it. It's so simple. You just do it. So how does someone do, like, how do they get involved in doing a Qigong uh, practice that they know nothing about this, Gail? Well, one way to do it, go on YouTube. Look up that word that looks like Qigong. It's Q-I-G-O-N-G. Q-I is Qi. G-O-N-G is gong. And there are wonderful teachers. The best way to find someone is to find someone that you resonate with. Another way to do it would be to go on our friend Google. And in your area, Google a Qigong or Tai Chi teacher. Now, not all, there is no, there really is no national certification for Tai Chi or Qigong. Um, but there are schools that certify. I went, as I mentioned, the Institute of Integral Tai Chi and Qigong, and that is a quite an extensive program, and I am a certified teacher. I'm also certified through the Tai Chi Healing and Qigong Institute and continue to take classes through them and then on Zoom as well. Um, the Shift Network, wonderful place to find classes on energetics, and energy practices. Commune, another online uh, platform that has information and teachers, well-known teachers. And if you're in your own area, I mentioned Google. And if you were to go to IIQTC or TQHI, those are the institutes. They also have teachers listed in by state. So you might find a teacher that way. Very good. And how about um, Chuck? Uh, how, if someone wants to know more about vibrational medicine or um, how to get some energy medicine, esoteric healing work done, how, how do they incorporate that into their lives? Well, I'd say the same thing that Gail mentioned. Certainly, uh, with one caveat, as I'll explain in a minute, uh, you can Google vibrational medicine and learn a little bit about that and then there are various practitioners that can can show up however there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation when when if you just look up vibrational mess uh, medicine and even possibly esoteric healing if you just go about it via google um so what i suggest people do is just go right to the source uh so uh for instance for esoteric healing there are two major um, organizations. Uh, there's the National Association of Esoteric Healers, uh, and that is can be found at um, naehonline.org. Uh, and that's a national organization here in, in, in this country. There's also the INEH, the International Network of Esoteric Healers, and that is INEH.org or .com. Uh, 
for there. Uh, and they are fundamentally, they will explain, I think, more in a better healthy, unbiased way, uh, what these uh, uh, modalities are and practices. Uh, the National Association lists various um, um, practitioners by state. So somebody can find one uh, locally, uh, you know, if they wish. Um, and um, but uh, same um, advice that uh, Gail gave. Uh, one should check and see how and sit with and see if this person resonates with them. You know, I do this when I try and find uh, uh, new practitioners for myself, even a doctor, you know, uh, and, and so forth. I'll sit with for a minute and and check into and say well do i really resonate with this person and that's part of the work i do i do i actually energy measure because i do um energy measuring which is essentially a, a a body balancing method for checking uh people the truth of something um and i'll i'll just use that methodology to check and see if this is right for me if there's a how compatible am i with this person versus this person but anyway without going into that science a, a person can just sit and uh, sit with the idea and see if this resonates with them and i like what you just said there the science um there is science that backs all of this up uh the science of of quantum uh, the quantum field is real, and it's it's sadly um, yet not yet really understood or accepted by conventional doctors because they've been trained in a non-quantum universe, and and uh, you know it takes a long time for science to actually be incorporated into our reality. You know we've known about the quantum universe for oh. 80 years or something like that but you know we're just beginning to see it it come into play and and there's a, a loaded question i could ask you how effective is vibrational medicine versus conventional medicine ah, well, <laughs> good really good question a loaded question <laughs> i like it i like it so here's the here's the best answer that i can give to that it's all based on perspective so if you're the patient client, okay, and uh, where, where Western medicine uh, pretty much comes from is usually quick fix and, and powerful, which yes. is what pharmaceuticals do. Medicinal. But also, um, you know, if you're having a heart attack, you might want to get a stent in that artery to stop the heart attack, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, but exactly. You need immediate future illness. <laughs> right. It's extremely good for acute situations, acute care situations. So Western medicine, standard medicine, conventional medicine uh, uh, is really good at, in those areas. But I would say that the the effect tends to look quicker. Look is the key word here. Based on the, your perspective, it may seem like, okay, that's great. That fixed me. Everybody wants an instant fix. <laughs> Everybody wants that. And the interesting thing is they may get a, uh, from their perspective, once again, they may feel like they are, are, are uh, have gotten better. But it's so interesting that it reoccurs. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it comes back, and then they have to go back again, and there's this cycle gets developed. Well, in energy medicine, things are more subtle, and once again, the big difference 
from our point of view is that the disease is out here and is incoming to the physical body. So if you can catch it here, sometimes you can catch it before it manifests in the physical body. If it's already in the physical body, if you can cut off the source, then it's so much easier with conventional medicine or energy medicine to then work on the physical body. I want to I want to address what you just said there in this term. This what you're talking about out here is not outside of us. It's no, 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 no. Outside right. of the physically manifested body in our yeah. energy body, which is humongous. I mean, our energy body is at least our arm's length across. So we have consciously manifested this stuff in our energy field that if we leave it there long enough, and this is Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine telling us that if we leave that precipitated energy there, it's going to precipitate in manifested physical form in our bodies. But you also said, all I want to do is provide the information, provide the tools, help people to get to their transformation. I don't have any control of that. I'm not upset if you don't take your cholesterol medicine because that's your issue. I'm giving you the tools to get out of the situation you're in. You're going to use them when you're ready, the way as the way I look at it. And so it's all about allowing that flow. And I want to um, allow people to experience more of this. And I know that uh, Chuck and Gail do too. And so we are working on something for 2024 that I think if you like this show, it will excite you all a lot because we're going to have something to help you work through and allow your transformative uh, body, mind, spirit reboot, maybe a boot camp, you might call it, uh, because I think we can really make some simple changes to help people move the energy and use some information from the Chinese medicine, from uh, functional medicine and uh, from uh, human design um, and a, a lot of ways we can look at our, we didn't get a chance to talk human design today, but that's going to be something very interesting. So how is it that people can get a hold of you, Chuck, so that they can see you if they want to go further looking at esoteric healing and human design? Contact me uh, via my website, uh uh, which is my name, chuckpisa.com, and move forward with either of those, esoteric healing, coaching, uh, spiritual coaching, spiritual type of uh, issues that people feel conflicted with. Yes, and Gail, how about you? I can be contacted uh, by my email, which is my name, and I'll spell it, G-A-I-L-P as in Papa, E-T-T, IT 47, Gail Pettit 47 at gmail.com. So, this has been an amazing conversation. And thanks again for listening to the Healthy Step Show. This is 